Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 24th of August, 2023. This is the GARP episode 675. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job, I've been unbanished for back. reasons that I don't recall. Reasons no one can recall. No, it's too uh, long ago. It was too long ago. It's way, it was ages ago. Whatever yep. it was, it's water under the bridge. And, you know, we've moved on. And after the travesty that was last week's episode with Nate and Kleb, just an absolute clusterfuck. Uh, I, in my, uh, in my magnum, magnanimity, uh, have decided to allow you to come back on. Yep. Uh, yeah. It could have been worse. We could have recorded last night. Oh, yeah, uh, been... which was the plan. <laughs> yeah, if you thought I sounded drunk last week, <laughs> six pints in, uh, oh boy, I got home, I caught the bus home, and uh, the bus stopped. Uh, in, right... in the Blue Mountains, and you're like, well, where <laughs> well, am I? I'm fucked. No, uh, <laughs> it stops like next to this place called Wagyu House, which is this mm. like... All you can eat Korean barbecue. Oh, and no. uh, holy shit. I, uh, you know, in cartoons when the smell like lifts up a hobo and like drags them in, fucking, yeah. I was, I was that hobo. <laughs> I was so close. I managed to focus up and make it home for fish and chips instead. But shit, I'm definitely getting K barbecue at some point in the very near future because it smelled so good. Also, I was very hungry. But yeah. yes, anyway. Uh, yeah, we did not record last night, and now I'm sober again. Back yep. to being sober. I was just very hungover this morning. Luke had six pints and uh, didn't... Drove home. Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. drive home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke. That's a terrible joke. Terrible. Terrible. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't, didn't impact him at all. So... No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. hmm. cool. Um, let's talk about some games. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, we've got a lot here to talk about. Busy week. Um, let's kick things off with <laughs> I don't even know what the name is. It's EA Sports FC. Is that what it is? 24? FC 24. Yes, it is. Yeah, we wrote FIFA here, which is oh, yeah, the, the yeah, it's okay. it's the uh, the strip sub from Red Rooster. Still call it that. Oh yeah. Is the the Twitter still still Twitter? Still calling it Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's still FIFA. Still FIFA. Uh, will yeah. always be FIFA. Um, yeah, I went check to check this out. They uh, they did like a the big reveal here in Sydney. Uh, like right down on the uh, I don't know, fucking that circular key. At, was that the Museum of Modern Art? I think it is. MoMA, MoCA, Contemporary Art, okay. yeah. Yeah, Museum of Contemporary Art down at uh, Circular Quay. And, uh, you know, odd venue for it, but uh, whatever. Um, it seems like, you know, I don't know. The event, I don't think, was particularly well put together uh, in the sense that it was a lot of, like, slideshows. It was like a fucking investor presentation or some shit. Like it was like, oh yeah, here's here's what we're doing. Uh 
Here's right. here's what here's what a football game is, and it's like it was like E3 in 2002. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like literally PowerPoint slides. So what what is going on here? Like wh- why would you do this to us? Uh, it started off with uh, FC Mobile, and uh, that's a way to get people excited, right? Get get them get them pumped up. Um, yeah. Also, all they did was like explain in detail how they were stealing ideas from the main game, right? Or sharing ideas from the main game. So it was like there was legit a fucking minute long uh, deep dive into how they're making the camera angle for penalty kicks Mm. identical to the camera angle in... Uh, the regular game. Oh. And it's like, was that like I've never played FIFA Mobile, but was that not already the case? Is that not the best fucking possible? Like that's the, that's the, that's the penalty that every fucking sp- football game, every fucking soccer game does penalty kicks that way. Why, why is this up for debate? I'm confused. Very confused. Anyway, um, so that that wasn't great, and then they moved on to FC Twenty Four itself. Uh, super in depth on uh, on everything they're doing for that. Uh, they they're going pretty ham. They they're trying. Um, the you know the FIFA license, uh, like losing the FIFA license or opting to not pay what was it like two billion dollars for the FIFA license or whatever the fucking crazy amount was. Um, yeah. Opting to not get extorted uh, by FIFA, uh, yeah, hasn't hurt them at all. They've got all the players and all the clubs and all of that, so that's cool. Um, yeah, so that yeah, all that stuff that seems pretty good. They they're doing this new thing called volumetric capture, um, and I believe the way it works is they've got like they've got actual cameras. Uh, at at games, they've got like a licensing deal with a bunch of different competitions: uh, Premier League, Euro League. I think I'm. This is a purely off memory. Um, I do have I do have quotes on this stuff, but I'm not going to put the fucking interview in here. It was a group interview. It was a bit weird. Um, but basically, they've got these cameras that they've set up around the stadium, and they're now capturing like players while they're playing so what they used to have to do is you'd go to a mocap studio and it's a warehouse with a fucking ton of cameras a ton like fucking 200 plus cameras lining the walls and uh these cameras would like map uh, everything you did and i've done it before uh if you might remember uh years ago i did it for nba 2k Maybe 15? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a while ago. Um, but yeah, I put, put on the suit and it's got, it had the little ping pong balls and played, uh, played some basketball and uh, I didn't do particularly well because I can't play basketball particularly well. Uh, but, you know, did okay. I've got netball skills. So I was able to sink some baskets. Yeah. Uh, and that's why the game was so shit that year. That's that, that's it. That's exactly it. They were capturing directly <laughs> off me, uh, and the Channel Seven reporter who was uh, 
who was also like suited up. Uh, she was, I believe, 150 centimeters tall. She was like very short. And mm. uh, yeah, it was like the fucking, we're playing against basketball players, like college basketball players who declared for the draft. And uh, they were merciless. They There was absolutely no chill on these dudes. Uh, they were blocking the absolute fuck out of her. It's hilarious. Um, but like, <laughs> even like even they were saying like it, your form is a little bit off, right? While you yeah. while you're playing with these suits on, because it's not what you normally wear, um, and so your form is a little bit off. Uh, that's not the case anymore. You know, the the other thing is they weren't like in very rare occasions they'll get an actual superstar in and mocap them. But most of the time, what they were doing is exactly what they they were doing that day, which was cap, capping um, like college level elite players who could make the NBA but hadn't done it yet. And so these players, like you know, fucking, if you want an hour of Steph Curry's time to mocap him, right? The money you got to put out for that is ridiculous. If you want an hour of Job's time. It's like fucking, it's pennies. It's literally free. He comes free. down and does it for free. Yeah. He does it for free. All right. Six pints of beer. His time is worthless. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did knock out six pints of beer after that. Um, but yeah. So the difference is is, is staggering, right? Uh, with this volumetric camera system, they no longer need them to put on the fucking put on the suits, right? They're capturing data from real games. And so the difference in the ability for them to capture how players move is light years uh, difference. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a massive, massive leap. And um, yeah, which is pretty interesting from a, I think from a licensing perspective because EA is, has had trouble with this stuff before, right? Um, in that, you know, that the it was college, uh, I think it was college football. Um, they had trouble, they got into some trouble with capturing the likenesses of uh, college football players, and, and that took ages to resolve. Um, but with all this stuff, uh, with the SAG uh, strike on at the moment, you know, uh, what, what, the Screen Actors Guild is uh, striking about one of the things is uh, the fact that the studios want to capture their likeness and be able to use them in perpetuity. But it's the degree to which they capture their likeness that is uh, that is being questioned because it's it's so much more than just a facial scan, uh, which I've done as well, which is you know on a whole other level. It's you sit in this fucking thing and like the cameras are way closer and uh, that's just that's just your facial likeness but like the studios are capping the entire person and how they move and then they're able to fucking basically deep fake them back into the fucking uh into the movie to have them do reshoots without them even being there and that's some shit that the Screen Actors Guild isn't fucking wild about, which I think, you know, for you know, 
understandable reasons. Uh, this volumetric capturing, this volumetric uh, like likeness capture, I think might actually be like in the same realm. Like it might, there might be some concerns. And I asked about this, and again, I got a quote about it. I didn't see it get used anywhere. It was a group interview, but uh, I guess nobody is interested in using that one, um, which is fine. I couldn't sell it because uh, I, you can't sell group interviews, right? Like that's the problem with group interviews as a freelancer is you can't sell the fucking things, right? You can package it up into a full fucking feature, but if nobody's buying the full fucking feature either, then yeah, you just you ain't got shit. You're just asking good questions for other people to use, basically. I hate fucking group interviews. Um, but yeah. so, yeah, no, nobody was buying, unfortunately. Uh, but I do have those quotes. Uh, basically, when I asked, you know, exactly, basically, how does volumetric data, like likeness capturing, like position EA uh, related to, you know, this drama with the, with the SAG striking uh, strikes, um, like it was panic station. So I'm like, oh, um, well, look, I can say that I know legally for FC24, we are okay. But how that goes in the future, I don't know. And uh, yeah, so that's, I think that's something to, to keep an eye on. Um, the other question I asked, uh, cause I did play the game. I played the game a bunch, um, like, uh, I don't know, four, five games. Um, I was playing as Chelsea, uh, against another English team. I can't remember, but I was playing as, uh, the, I was Sam Kerr's team. And, uh, so I was playing that I was playing on my own against AI. It's, it's, it's FIFA. I don't know how to put it any other way, right? Like it feels exactly like FIFA. It looks great. Um, like it looks really fluid uh, in action. And, uh, but like, yeah, it plays exactly like FIFA. You, I haven't played in a couple of years and it was literally like I'd never stopped. I immediately jumped in and then started playing like I was fucking Tony Gustafson just sending fucking long through balls and praying for the fucking best and refusing to do any fucking subs. Um, like, yeah, I, I was, I was like just Matilda's coach perfection, uh, underutilizing Sam Kerr, anything that I could do to replicate Gustafson's terrible effort. But I did win, uh, because at the end of the day, it's still FIFA and I'm still fucking good at FIFA. So fuck it. Um, after woods though, uh, I did get, I did have a goal scored against me. And, uh, the reason the goal was scored was my, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will definitely have heard me complain about when you're switching defenders. And I think I know who I think the closest defender is and I know, well, I find out too late who FIFA thinks the closest defender is, right? And it might not always, and like closest defender isn't actually the best metric, right? But I want the most appropriate fucking 
defender. And what FIFA does these days is it has a little marker above who it will switch to, right? Uh, for the longest time, it didn't do that, but it, it's still like, so you know who it's going to switch to, right? But it can, if another defender moves closer or if the person with the ball moves closer to another defender, it can switch, right? And the amount of times, like I will press to switch defenders just as they enter the range of a different defender. But what I'm trying to do is shape where they're moving. I'm not trying to switch to the fucking, I'm not trying to switch to the closest defender. I'm trying to fill in fucking gaps in my fucking defense. But when it switches to the wrong person and I am moving my thumbstick to like fill in the gaps, suddenly I'm just moving the the defender I've switched to into a completely inappropriate position and they just go through and score. Um, I asked I asked about that as well. Uh, you know, they talked, they mentioned AI about 700,000 times, which is another reason why it felt like a fucking investor earnings call or some shit. Because it was just like, oh, and we're using AI to do this. We're using AI to do this. Uh, it's not AI. It's machine learning. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, using machine learning for this stuff. But I did think the machine learning, right, could actually be, this This is probably the perfect place to use machine learning to learn. If, if a player is switching to a defender, moving the defender incorrectly, and then immediately switching back or switching off again, right, that is something machine learning could learn, could take away, and then theoretically use that data to be better at switching at, at predicting who you want to switch to like build up a profile sort of like a fucking forza driver tar or something right like job doesn't want to switch to necessarily the closest defender he wants to switch to the closest defender in between the player with the ball and the goal uh off off of the person that he's currently on except in very few cases in, in extreme circumstances. But those use cases I'll, you know, I'll deal with, right? Machine learning could actually fucking learn that, right? And maybe Luke, right, always wants to switch to the closest defender. Luke's fine. Or maybe fucking, I don't know, Nate only wants to switch to the fucking, the defender on the other side to, I don't know, Double team someone or some shit. I don't fucking know. Nate doesn't know how to play soccer, so uh, like it it could learn this shit. I I asked about that. It was like the answer I got was super fucking enthusiastic because it seems like that's something they have been thinking about and really want to fucking utilize machine learning for. That's exactly the sort of thing that they want to utilize machine learning for. So, it, you know, that might be something we get to see uh, in the future. That's an actual like promising, exciting use for AI that doesn't involve, I don't know, fucking, oh, you know, we're learning how you spend your microtransactions better than ever or some shit. Like, I don't know. This is actually help players. This would be fucking cool. Anyway, um, all up. Like, it was, it was a really weird situation, right? Because they... They've got all this branding there. FC24 is everywhere. They've clearly worked hard 
to divorce themselves from the FIFA brand. And yet at the same time, they've clearly worked really hard to make sure it feels exactly like FIFA, the FIFA you know. And that's that's an incongruity, you know, like uh, that I, I just had a little bit of trouble uh, getting past, I guess. Uh, but I was having fun with it. I think it's shaping up pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they're probably positioned pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it, I guess the biggest thing is that they've they've lost the the name. Um, so the, the core game's still going to be exactly the same, just a logo change. Um, and then obviously the stuff that's tied to FIFA, which is... Um, the World Cup. Like the World, World Cup is yeah, pretty much the only thing, right? That's it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that... I had a look. It was one point, I think, one point four billion they wanted every four right. years, right? For the name, yeah, uh, yeah. No, they screwed that one up. Tell them they're so, dreaming. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Uh, did you did you see anything else? Like, for is it just like more more of the same stuff? There's nothing really new coming because I know there was. Uh, they were sort of chasing the um like the nba 2k like my career mode at one point they they started doing a bit more they weren't really talking sort of about thing. be a pro all that much uh yeah. i think they said it would be in there but like uh it got in the way of another like seven slides about fucking fc mobile so uh they sort of glossed over it you know that's yeah. straight past it um there was something something they talked about like the future of fc uh it was like fc tactic or something and uh that was another mobile game so no uh i think it was mostly they were mostly there to show that they had recreate they'd made fifa it's still fifa it's got a different Mm. name but it's still fifa it was a lot of influences a lot of influences uh and they're all being super obnoxious and uh that was yeah that was annoying too but what can you do did you what? smack their like button i did not smack their like button should have done should have no. done but yeah uh so yeah not a lot of details that i recall about any of that stuff um it does seem like all of the modes will be there but um yeah they didn't go in depth right all right cool um that's ea sports fc 24 it'll be out uh next month so keep an eye for it uh next up uh we've got uh oh this is me Uh, a few things we can talk about uh hardware related the aces rog ally um i've had this for about about a month now um i sent a a a unit to review which I'm, i'm working on at the moment um and uh i went on a holiday last uh well, two weeks ago um after i was banished i was like well what am i gonna do now uh so i left the country uh, and while that was happening i took the rog ally with me so i had something to game on um yeah and uh there's two two main games that i was sort of switching between on this particular trip 
uh, one of them being Vampire Survivors, uh, which we've talked about a bunch here. And uh, the good thing is that because you can access Steam on it, I was able to just basically uh, um, download like the game using my computer as well. So when you in, when you actually install, I, I I guess Steam Deck probably works the same way. But when you install um, Steam on the uh, Rog Ally, you can have it so that it downloads off computers in the same oh, yeah. network, yeah. 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 rather than like being yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna download from the internet and uh, potentially use up your data cap. Uh, yep. So it will look for Steam. Um, on the network and be like, oh, there's someone on the network that already has this and it'll start downloading from there. I guess Vampire Survivors is a poor example of that because it's probably like a, you know, a couple hundred megabytes yeah. <laughs> to download. Um, but I downloaded a uh, another game which I had installed, which was Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. And uh, that's probably a better example of that system. Yeah. in play where it just sure. takes a couple of minutes to pull um down a large sum of of, of data um so anyway uh yes yeah, so predominantly playing on uh steam but the device comes with like a command center um and it's got the ability to launch a bunch of different uh platforms that you can jump into so there's like um there's steam there's like the BattleNet stuff um there's like a epic game so it's got all that stuff in there and, and it can um it can manage it all in one system like it'll show up and list all the games that are in there or you can just fire it up and be like oh, i want to use the the uh you know big picture mode on on steam or or, or sorry fire up like the steam um application just run it through that if that's your preferred way of of playing um so anyway yeah i uh Played a bunch of uh, those two games. I guess I'll talk about the games themselves just quickly. Um, Vampire Survivors, still really fun. Um, I play, I guess since the last time I played, they've added a bunch of extra levels in there to um, go through and like challenges as well. And so I worked through quite a few of those, uh, which was really cool and fun. Uh, and I think... I don't recall if this was always in there, but like the map seems new to me. Was that missing or not there like um, really early on? I can't re recall. I think you unlock it, don't you? Don't you unlock it? Was it you unlock? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's an unlock. But anyway. Um, so all that stuff is neat. A lot of like quality of life stuff that's in there now that makes it a bit more simpler to use. Um, they also, I guess toned down like the um the power-up system where it used to cost like a, a lot to to unlock a bunch of those power-ups um now it's a it's quite a bit easier to to do all that sort of thing so that was quite uh good to see um yeah all in all a really good fun game if, yeah. if people haven't checked it out it's definitely one to to go have a look at um because it's uh you know it's a, it's a very good game um then the other one I was playing was, uh, yeah, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. And uh, obviously the uh, Spider-Man 2 is coming out very soon in October. Um, and I thought I would jump in and get a bit of a refresh on that. And 
yeah, that's a, a really fun game to play. Um, it's a bit more streamlined, a little bit toned down compared to the the Spider-Man game, but it's a uh, you know it's it's still very well done. It takes a lot of the best bits from that original game and um, yeah, it does some some neat things with it. So uh, it was good to jump in and and check that out. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I kind of want to play it through just so I can get a like a refresh on where things are at. Oh yeah. I um because I I did Spider-Man Remastered um uh recently and so I think like once I get through this one then I'll be up to date and ready to go um but we'll have to wait and see I got about 40% of the way through um playing it so Damn. it's uh yeah I'll, I'll put a, a decent amount of time in there um anyway uh, so let's talk about the uh, device itself, the uh, Asus ROG Ally. Um, we're seeing, uh, I guess, a bunch of different companies uh, trying to come out with some handheld consoles and eat uh, eat Nintendo's lunch, I guess, because Nintendo's yeah. kind of the only one that's really doing anything in this uh, market right now. And uh, the Steam Deck has been quite successful. Um they've built a a pretty good ecosystem on steam to look at games and say all right will this device run on it sorry will this game run on that device yep. and if so like how does it run and and you know is it verified and what sort of things will you get out of it and all that sort of stuff so they've done a pretty good job um and so i guess people have seen that like the steam deck is doing quite well uh so there's some other people that have tried to replicate that and the yeah. uh asus rog ally is probably the most well known out of the one that's not the steam deck uh yep. it's quite new it's only just recently come out um the main thing that's kind of a little bit different is that the steam deck itself has a couple of different SKUs for like the amount of storage you can have i think at a minimum it starts off somewhere around about 64 um 64 gigabytes yeah. and all the way up to 512 yeah uh and so this uh, rog ally is just the it's just the one skew uh the problem with like the steam deck i th and i assume they'll probably change this when they look at the next iteration of it the 64 just seems like like what are you doing at that point um well, it, it, it seemed like an indie machine right no, the, the trick is, right, you can fucking, you get an SD card. Yeah, and chuck it in. You, you can just load straight off that, right? Or uh, I have seen more recently, people are getting pretty fucking outlandish with what they're doing with their fucking Steam decks. Um, but more recently, I've seen people are actually upgrading the fucking memory. Um, I've seen a couple of like terabyte mods for their Steam deck and stuff um so yeah that's also an option although the 64 gig the that's emmc uh and it's just uh it's like you're actually better off going off steam deck uh off, off an sd card rather uh an sd card for your sd uh yeah you're you're better off going off an sd card than fucking emmc uh depending on you know the quality of the fucking sd card because the read write speeds are just fucking better which is crazy but it is what yep. it is um yeah 
So like it's it's an interesting one because you can just sort of expand out of it, but you still I still don't think the sixty you you shouldn't get the sixty four gig. It is the 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 least the lowest powered uh, because the the OS has to be on the EMMC. So you've still got that like little bit of power loss compared to the the um, two fifty six, which is what I got, uh, and then. Yeah, I like the the five twelve has a better screen, um, so that's the appeal of that one because I don't see the point in a five twelve gig personally. Uh, like, what the fuck are you playing on? That's What's the thing. difference with the screen? Um, uh, it's got like anti glare shit and ah oh, okay yeah um, right yeah so it's a bit it's it is the premium model. But mm-hmm. uh, if you're just getting it for the the larger space, just to get a fucking SD card, um, yeah. And like like you were saying, you can just transfer between your main PC and and uh, the 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 deck. Although yeah. one thing I have seen people doing somewhat uh, a little bit is like completely replacing their entire fucking PC with a Steam Deck. And that is actually kind of viable. It's more viable than it's ever been before. Uh, we will talk about a game that absolutely couldn't run on the Steam Deck. But uh, yeah, like it's just, it's surprising to me, right? Like mm-hmm. we have reached a point where a handheld could be the replacement for your your home PC. Uh, as long as you're yeah. okay with working on uh, Linux or up for the task of, uh, switching to Windows, how do you like? Do you reckon you you could use the Ally in the same way? Um, yeah, because I assume it's the way that the Steam Deck would be working uh, through the output is um, the USB C to yeah. I guess like the HDMI. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do it that way. So it's the same sort of setup you could probably do with the Ally is just have it output, which is the same thing that the Nintendo uh, Switch does as well. That yeah. USB C just you just output it straight to the um, to the TV. So yeah, um, yeah. There's there's absolutely um, you can get for, all for kinds people. of docks and stuff. So yeah. I've got a dock for my deck, my deck dock uh, that I can plug like four USB. There's four USB ports plus a HDMI out. And all of that just goes through. It's not like fucking uh, high powered or whatever, uh, like high transfer rate. But uh, yeah, you can, like I can plug a keyboard and mouse into that dock and plug the HDMI cable into a monitor and just work off that, which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're like, if you're looking for a solution that is, not just um, having a computer. Because at the end of the day, you could spend uh, this thing, the Asus ROG Ally in Australia, at least, it's retailing for about $1,300. So if you were to compare that with a PC, yes, you could potentially get uh, like a a higher spec PC for that same amount of price. Um, But... But at the same time, if you don't have a PC already, you're then having to look at the, all the other things that come with it, like buying a mouse and keyboard and potentially a monitor. 
um, to go along with a headset for audio maybe like there's a few other bits and pieces that can start to add up a little bit Um, whereas if you just want to just plug that thing into a TV and and have it be something that will run games at a decent frame rate then yeah that 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 is an option um but yeah i think at the end of the day if you've already got that gear and you're looking at like hey i can get a pc for 1300 bucks like you're going to get a better performance out of that anyway so um but not so much better a performance mm. like the thing is you're you're not going to be able to play fucking immortals of avium on a 1300 pc maybe right everything on low yeah, fucking maybe. Like, it it'll it'll be a fucking stretch. Uh, my PC is worth more than thirteen hundred dollars, and it 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 had trouble. Uh, it's fucking wild. But like, yeah. So you like, if you're still gonna be classed out, if you're gonna still gonna be restricted from a certain like fucking level of game. I don't, I don't know if, yeah, I, I can put some of this shit on medium instead of everything on low, right? Like, what's the, what's the, is that a meaningful difference? I don't know if it is. Mm. And the alternative is you've got to fucking, you can take Baldur's Gate with you. You can take fucking Spider-Man with you on the bus or some shit. Like, that's, that's pretty huge. Uh, that's a pretty big difference for me. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty meaningful. Uh, how do you find navigating windows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one, uh, it comes with windows 11 on it. Um, I didn't have any problems like navigating it cause it's got the, um, I don't know, like I, I'm familiar with windows and how that all, all sorts of work, how that works. Yeah. Um, so like going to the game systems or game platforms that I wanted to, wasn't like a big deal. Um, but at the same time, like it's also got the the armory um, application, which is where all the the like all your settings is located and where all your uh, your entire library sort of sits. Um, and because it is a touch screen as well, you can quite easily just maneuver through that uh, uh, through that library pretty well. I, I didn't. I've I've not I've purely been using it as a gaming device. Uh, right. You could definitely load it up with, you know, use it as like a mini laptop if you wanted to, and yeah. uh, and that sort of thing. But no, I, I never had any issues using it at all. It all felt pretty fine. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. it's seems seems neat. Cool. Um. So yeah, the the screen it's a touch screen. Uh. So it's the same sort of size as the Steam Deck. It's about seven inches, yeah. um, 1080p. I guess the benefit uh, over the the Steam Deck is it's a 120 hertz screen, so it's right. yeah. it's about double. Um, it's an actually it's a really nice looking screen as well. Very very uh, bright and colorful, um, which is neat. And yeah, uh, it's uh, you know it seems to handle pretty well. Um, so from a performance perspective, uh, obviously like Vampire Survivors was a no brainer, um, runs great. There's an overlay system that you can fire up, uh, which will show you like the performance of the device, like how hot it's running, how much GPU or CPU it's using, 
uh, frame rate, your battery life, all that sort of thing. You can toggle that on and off um, at any time. Uh, and then while uh, that overlay also has a bunch of other settings on there, you can um, change the type of uh, performance you're getting out of the, the machine to either conserve battery life. So there's like power saving modes and turbo modes if it's plugged into a power source where it'll just use as much as it can. Yep. Um, but for a game like Vampire Survivors, it was running at like 130 plus FPS quite yeah. easily. Nice. That's not saying much for a game Huge. like that. Huge. Um, but uh, then then you start looking at, a, uh, you know, a something a bit more robust, uh, which was Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. And that's when, um, yeah, you were actually taking the thing for a, like a bit of a run and seeing what it can do. Um, and if you're comparing it to like a, I guess, a, a PlayStation 4, which is where that series is sort of was born on. Yeah. Um, obviously, Miles Morales was a, a, a PlayStation 5 title, but, it, you know, it was a tech, it's a PlayStation 4 game at the end of the day. Um, yeah, you're getting pretty much the same sort of performance. Uh, you, you roughly around about 34 frames 35 frames a second on that um you can definitely tweak it and play around and get it up to somewhere that's right around about 45 to 50 um or even 60 if you want to really uh lower the settings in there there's like uh dynamic frame rates sorry dynamic resolution stuff that you can change which will get you up to that 60 but um you're definitely going to notice the the graphical fidelity drop quite a bit in the game um so yeah no i found it just tinkering around the settings found a pretty good spot where i could get it at a solid 30 frames per second which is uh, more than what i needed so um you know it's pretty on par experience with what the playstation 4 was running at for that you know for that original game as well um yeah and i, I had a, a really fun time with it like it, it ran great it uh it looked really nice especially on that screen um I think it's going to be interesting like we've talked about how nintendo is sort of potentially looking at going back to a, a different type of screen like not upgrading like they've gone from a lcd to an oled and then potentially like maybe ditching that and going back to an lcd screen um but i think like as as these other devices have shown you can sort of potentially get away with it but i think where the problem is that they sort of stumbled into is they've they've done the upgrade they've gone to the oled and then going back again could be a bit yeah like a bit of a back step for them um so it'd be a tough anyway. sell. yeah yeah um anyway uh yeah the device itself has like um it's pretty well laid out you've got your trigger buttons uh your bumpers uh, it's also got two paddle buttons on the back side as well. Um, and that's like, that's something that I keep saying that I feel like at some point they're going to have to become standard because yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're seeing all these like customizable pro controllers come out with those back paddles there. And it's like, all right, cool. You've got these on there, but like none of the console manufacturers really do anything with them. Um, and I think we needed like just 
get to the point where that is just a standard thing and just give players an extra two buttons because it allow it was just allow developers to do more um, with those games, and so it, it's good that that you know is there and it's a programmable button that you can set it up to do something. But um, I, I'd like to start seeing that become a bit more of a norm because uh, it would be handy to have you know an extra couple buttons that you're disposable to use. So yeah, um, yeah. I guess there's uh yeah so like the, the it runs really well it's I, I didn't have any problems playing uh, any of the games that I tried to play on them everything ran really well um, I guess the biggest concern with this stuff is the battery life it is depending on what type of game you're running can be a bit of a problem for some people yeah. uh, especially if you are trying to use this thing as a device on the go um, for something like Miles Morales where I am playing a game that is quite highly um, visually impressive and using a lot of GPU slash CPU it's given that thing like a, you know it's running uh, you're looking at about 55 minutes to an hour of battery life yeah. um, which is about it's, it's my understanding is pretty similar to like a Steam Deck yeah um, uh, and then if you're playing something that's more like a Vampire Survivors, maybe you've got an indie game, um, something a little less powerful, that's when you're starting to to reach like the hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, which is, um, you know, which is where I was sort of getting with that. Uh, but I was playing it plugged in most of the time anyway. Um, and at that point, like... I never really run into those problems with with the battery life being an issue. Yeah. Um, the thing that starts to become quite noticeable is that the device does get quite hot. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if the Steam Deck is is similar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it starts to like fire up. <laughs> like it yeah. starts to get quite hot on your like if it's resting on your lap or whatever. Yeah. Um, the air vents that are on the device are f- like far enough away from your hands that that doesn't become a problem like holding it but it's yeah. it's definitely on the backside like getting pretty toasty on there so you gotta make um, sure that there's space as well you can't have it like leaning on a pillow because mm. you throttle the fuck out of it you just like well the steam deck at least yeah. just the it'll start to heat throttle immediately if it can't get any air over the vents or mm. exhaust the air rather. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah, that's the one thing you probably have to watch out for is that it does get quite, quite hot. Um, yep. but it never really impacted my experience while playing it. Like I could still hold and all that sort of thing. It was just something I noticed like, uh, as a, a side thing. Um, so yeah, uh, performance is, is really, really great in there. Um, it's, uh, like, I, I feel like you're gonna, I, I, people may like, I don't want people to get like, uh, look at these devices and be like, I'm going to be able to get one of these and like run stuff at like 60 frames per second. Um, I think it's a, there are compromises you've sort of got to have. And I Mm -hmm. think that the 30, like trying to target 30 frames per second on a portable device is probably the way to go. Um, 
And so 40, 40 sure is you... the sweet spot on the Steam Deck because you can yeah. adjust the hertz, uh, the refresh rate of the screen. Mm-hmm. And so if you lock it at 40, yeah, uh, like and and the Steam Deck allows you to force it at a system level. Yeah. Um, so you force the frame rate to be 40 and you force the refresh rate to be 40. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. And it is like more than a 10% increase over uh, 30 as well. So yeah. It's a huge leap. Yeah, so you can you can do the same sort of thing using the uh, Asus Rog Ally on the um, the overlay. You when you bring that up, um, there is a, a setting that you can change and, and like cap the frame rate all the way up to one hundred and twenty, um, and then that's when you can start going and like changing a bunch of the settings to try and get it to a spot where you know it'll 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 try and stick and hit that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can definitely, like I said, play those some of those games at, and try and get it as a 60, but it's not going to be, you know, a 1080p experience. Um, yeah. It's definitely, you're going to see that. You're going to see that that resolution drop and it's going to be noticeable um, on some more like 3D action games. Um, but otherwise, like as a, a handheld device, like I think it's super exciting that we're, we're basically at a point of um, having devices that can run PlayStation 4 games like in your hands because um, yeah. we've sort of we've been stuck <laughs> in a weird uh, like life cycle over the past uh, what uh, how old is the switch now like eight years yeah um, it's it's getting or is it nine um i can't remember maybe it's eight eight eight. oh it says here 2017 how how long is that (laughs) six way fucking we're way off (laughs) yeah it'll be it'll be seven by the time the next thing comes out uh it just feels like it's it's longer than that because it is such a it's an it's an outdated piece of hardware at this point um you know like it's that, that's not even a 1080 screen it's 720 screen yeah. um and so yeah it's it's nice to see that we've got some other devices that are coming up that can run uh, like last gen games i guess um that are really well and also um yeah and also i guess current current gen games but with some tinkering with some of those settings so it seems to do a pretty good job at handling all that sort of stuff and um yeah it's it seems cool that we're in a you know a, a period of time where it's not just one company that is putting out this stuff now yeah. um and that we're starting to see steam try and do things a bit more with making sure there's games on there that are verified that can run and then devices like the rog ally can take advantage of that and also um use the same sort of system like it's all it's all there and that ecosystem is already set up and ready to go competition's great right yeah I, and i mean it's not like steam I, I wouldn't see like valve ever lock out competitors of being like well you can't use these games now because um you know fuck you um absolutely not yeah they never yeah. would yeah no um anyway i don't know man anything else you wanted to know about it uh 
I think so. I mean, yeah, it sounds pretty yeah. cool. It sounds like, you know, if you're in the market for that sort of thing, it'd be a decent alternative to the Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, especially if like, because the Steam Deck, obviously you can't get it in Australia legally. Yeah, it's like, like, you can't legally. It's you can just, get, you can legally get it, but you don't you're going to legal protection. Uh, oh, sure. You don't have gray, warranty. Gray importing. Yeah. Which, yeah. So it is kind of a, it's a bit of a risk considering you're laying out a thousand bucks. So yeah, it's definitely nice to have a alternative. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it's pretty much on par with the, uh, the steam deck um you know it, it does have a better screen and that sort of thing um but in terms of like its size and its weight uh it's it's all pretty pretty similar yeah um and it's got the same sort of features in there like haptic feedback uh controls and touch screen and gyros and all that sort of thing so in terms of technology and what it's got in there it's um you know, it's pretty much on point. I guess the thing that does open up a little bit more is that you do have access to some of those other platforms. Um, you, you have that on the Steam Deck as well. It's just, it requires a bit of work. It yeah. takes some doing and some, mm. yeah, some knowing. But once you know how to do it, once you set it all up, it's easy as. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little bit more automatic when it's all Windows based, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing is that like, I think that, the um that's the like one clunky side of it is because it is running on windows 11 you're you're sort of uh you know it's not a nice like hey this is a thing that they've got that's designed for this specific device it's like you're you're fucking around in windows <laughs> at the end of the day um and so that's can feel a little bit weird but i think it still it still works pretty well so yeah yeah anyway um yeah no i think it's a really cool device i'm uh i'm looking forward to seeing what else we get uh you know from asus and from steam in the future because uh it, it just looks like this stuff's not going away no um, yeah especially with did i put some news in here yeah playstations have a crack at some stuff we'll talk about it later sort of uh yeah we'll talk about it later um <laughs> There was someone someone else, I thought I saw there was another one coming out from maybe Acer or something. Right. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's clearly a, a hot prospect, this, uh, this market. So uh, everyone's going to have a punt, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the Asus ROG Ally. Uh, there you go. Have a look. Um, Holo Cure. Holo Cure this? Uh, is a magic survival, bullet heaven, vampire survivals type game uh, that was blowing up steam late last week. And uh, I decided to give it a run. Uh, I don't really... On a fundamental level, I do not understand the appeal of uh, hollow, of VTubing, of VTubers. Uh, I, I just, I don't get it at all. At all. I, I cannot understand. I've never seen any of them. Anyway, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to shit on VTubers. 
Um, so I, uh, I decided I have a squiz and it's like, uh, it's vampire survivors, but with these, you know, these cute chibi style cartoon, uh, chicks and each, each one, each of these characters has like a, a different ability. But apart from that, you're still like, you're getting, uh, weapons as you go and those weapons you sort of uh like you use those weapons and combine them or you level them up and they do more damage and they all have different abilities like vampire survivors uh they're like well, i don't know it's a fucking vampire survivors clone on the on the basic level um i finished it my first turn like my first attempt, I, I got through the entire thing because uh, it's a lot easier than... What was that fucking other game you made me play? Disfigure. Dry, yeah, that one. Disfigure. Way easier than Disfigure. Um, and yeah, I'm like, all right, fair enough. Um, seems kind of, kind, kind of easy. Uh, and then, yeah, it kind of expands from there. There's like... There's like a sort of Stardew Valley type thing going on where you've got like a farm that you build in and so you sort of spend your money that you earn in the Vampire Survivors game uh, on on like upgrading that stuff and I guess that provides benefits but I haven't seen any yet and there's like fishing and I always love the game with fishing. So uh, yeah, pretty pleased with that. But um I don't know. It's if you can get past the art style, uh, it's it's a free vampire survivors game. That's basically it. I don't know how else to put it. It seems pretty like uh, well thought out. Uh, there's yeah, you, you combine stuff uh, like combine weapons, which is one of my like working out those combinations. Is one of my favorite things in in these kinds of games, um, but. Yeah, there's just I don't know that there's a lot to say. It's free. It's vampire survivors. Mm. Give it a squeeze. Basically. Yeah. Um it'll literally just come down to whether or not you can handle the the art style and if you can handle the idea of I I would rather rather play porn games on my fucking Steam uh library than play this and have someone notice I was playing a fucking VTuber game. Uh, which I don't know what that says about me. I'm sure it required like could do with some introspection there. Uh, but like, good God, yeah. Why? What if someone saw me playing, right? And then I try to think that through. Like, why would that matter? But it's like, mm. well, they thought I they they might think I'm a weeb, right? And then I go a little bit further. So I'd rather people think I was a deviant, uh, jacking off to porn games, than. A weeb? Would I? I don't know. But on the other hand, I did play this on my Steam account and I haven't played any porn games on my Steam account. So yeah, I guess that lays bare the truth of that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw this game on uh, on Steam popping up. Yeah. And, uh, and then I looked at the art style and was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> 
fuck, we're judgmental, aren't we? Fucking so judgmental. I see your fucking your favorite games on Steam now, Marvel Snap. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's been on there for ages. Has it? Yeah. Why yeah, is it in uh, you in trending then? Uh because it's it's come out of beta. I oh, think. they're fucking hacking the system. Yeah. Cheese. Cheese ass motherfuckers. Uh, all right, cool. Um, that's all I got on that one. Moving cool. on. Uh, big game for the last week was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember if I talked about it last week or not because um, I didn't write anything down. Uh, but I was playing this. I think it only came out after we'd done the podcast. So I don't know if I talked about it. Um, but anyway, came out, uh, yeah, last week, uh, this is the, uh, it's based on, you know, the, the horror film, um, by the, uh, I don't know, the, I don't know, the underground horror film, but it's only based on the first film in the franchise. It is not based on any of the other ones. And there's apparently some weird licensing shit, uh, going on with, with uh, all the like all the licensing stuff, so it's mm-hmm. specifically only based on that. Uh, that is of uh, some interest, some import, because uh, the developers uh, previously worked on uh, what was it called? Friday the Thirteenth. Um, so they. They had previously worked on Friday the 13th and uh, that got taken down because uh, they lost the license or there was some license like difficulties. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, this one. No, this is a different... That was a different studio. Sorry, same publisher. That was Ilphonic, yeah. Same publisher. Same um, publisher. Same publisher. They've run into this this licensing issue before. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're playing extremely carefully uh, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre so that they don't wind up making the same mistake again until they can get yeah. the, the rights. Um, so, yeah, solely off the first film. Um, but, yeah, you are... It's, it's asymmetrical horror. Uh, it's 4v3, uh, so, you know, uh, typically it's usually like 4v1 or 3v1. Uh, in this case, it's two teams uh, working against one another. And, uh, yeah, the survivors, there's uh, there's four of them. They have... Maybe they're called victims, right? All right, maybe. I think victims. they're called victims. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the victims have abilities but they're basically uh relying entirely on on their ability to you know to sneak and uh and squeeze through gaps that that the hunters aren't able to do what's the real name for the hunters the family i guess yep yeah um that the family can't can't get through um and uh yeah the the family is trying to trying to hunt them down. You always have to have a leather face, but there's like four other uh, family members that you can bring with you. I've mostly played as 
the family, and I, uh, and in that, I've also mostly played as Leatherface because uh, everyone, like the other the other two players, will just pick whatever, and then the screen will be you have to be Leatherface. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I guess I'm fucking Leatherface then. Um, Leatherface has a chainsaw and he sort of lumbers everywhere and is really loud, like moving around and like. I don't know, he just makes a lot of noise. He always starts in the basements, uh, but I think all of the survivors do as well. So that's kind of that's kind of good in that respect. Uh, and yeah, basically he uh, is like the chainsaw dude in fucking Dead by Daylight, right? Like he can rev up his chainsaw and like run after people with it over his head and then chop them. Um, yeah. And that's if he catches them, it's a it's a huge hit and it drops them, uh, depending on how much health they've got. People die like pretty fucking fast in this mm. if they don't know what they're doing. Like the the victims die pretty fucking fast. There's it's not like Dead by Daylight where you get three fucking chances. Like you are able to fucking heal, and there are a lot of healing items around. But if like if I tunnel you, you're done. You're probably and you can't lose me. You're probably dead. Right and I I I don't think that's good. Like I don't know it it sort of directly incentivizes tunneling to me uh, because it's uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get into why in a little bit. But like it is the most efficient way to to deal with the survivors is to tunnel as opposed to like in Dead by Daylight. I've talked about this a lot. Uh, when I'm playing as the killer, I firmly believe your job is to create the most thrilling experience, not necessarily get a 4K, not kill everyone, uh, but like make it so that they're scared, right? That's I firmly believe that is the purpose uh, of the killer in the Dead by Daylight, and I, th I think the game directly incentivizes that style of play. Uh, in a in a very good way, uh, in this, uh, no, there's there's nothing like that. You are directly incentivized. You appear to be directly incentivized to just fucking to kill them all, to kill all of the victims. Make sure they none of them escape. Uh, that's how you get the biggest bonus. Uh, that's how you get the biggest gains. So that's what you got to do. All right. Anyway, so yeah, you got Leatherface. You got some chick. Um, she like can cough poison, but she can also poison health files, and that's pretty useful. Uh, she can squeeze through tight places that the victims are able to get through, uh, and I don't know. She's not that. She's not that fast. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, her ability is she can cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah. I don't remember. Also, that. like how how you went. Oh, there's a there's a guy that chains her in in Dead by Daylight. He's kind of like him. But like Leatherface is is in Dead by Daylight as well. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's oh, one of the DLC characters. I must have skipped that one. Um, is he any good? <laughs> What's he like in that? Uh yeah, I actually use him quite a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, he's got a chainsaw, and he like he uh, he winds it up, and you sort of like can chain chainsaw attacks for quite a long time. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember watching you play as him a bit. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, if you hit like a wall, a wall or something, an object, he goes into a frenzy, and then that like really slows you down. So you got to be quite precise and yeah, making yeah. sure you hit the right thing. There's a little bit of that in this, like when you do your, your big thing. If you like, if you swing, if you do your big swing and you miss, the chainsaw stalls, and you got to fucking start it up again and right and stuff. Um, so that does slow you down. So you want to be fucking on the ball with that shit. Uh, who else is there? There's there's the cook. Uh, he's like this old dude and he moves really fucking weird. Like his animations are fucking odd. It's weird watching him move around. Uh, but he can like listen for people and he sort of uses oh, that to he's like... He's got ears. He's got ears, damn it. But like he can point it anywhere and like and pinpoint characters like all over the fucking map. There's like... Wait, why dude. is he called the cook? I don't know. In- <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I'll get nothing <laughs> His there. ability is to listen. You're like, what right? the fuck? Like, that's a classic. It's a classic cook ability. All cooks can listen to stuff, don't you know? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's the the handsome guy. He's like a greaser, uh, okay. and. He's handsome, I guess, and he can track handsome? people's... Yeah, or he's like, like Hanson, like Mbop. Uh, both. <laughs> um, no, like hand, handsome. He's like a greaser. Uh, and he can track people's footprints like uh, that... Was it not Blackbeard? The Rainbow Six guy. Uh, uh, Jackal. Sure. Jackal. Yep. He can track their footprints like Jackal. Uh that's pretty good. Um, I like using him because uh, you hunt people down pretty fast. He's able to get through. I don't think he can squeeze through tight places. Uh, there's the hitchhiker, I think, is the last one. And he's like a meth addict or something. But he puts traps down and... Oh, it's fucking brutal, man. Like, I just... I, I put him down constantly. Uh, and would you say he's like the him. trapper from Dippo I would Dale? say he's like the trapper. I would say that, yes. <laughs> Except uh, this guy's a hitchhiker for some reason. For some reason, yeah. Uh, and he looks like a meth addict. And uh, yeah. Um, so that's the family. All of the family members have like the singular goal of murdering all of the victims. But also they've got like sub goals. They're trying to like make sure that the... Uh, like they can do anything they can to slow the um, the victims down. I think the cook gets like padlocks that he can put on doors. And man, that one's pretty rough as well. You can fuck people's day up with the padlocks because uh, they have to pick those locks, but they also have to pick the exit gate and you have to find a thing. It's a single use item to pick a lock. So you're kind of just pissing away items uh if if that's the one they're going for if that's the exit they're going for um but the other thing they're going to do is collect blood and they collect blood and they go and give it to grandpa grandpa sits somewhere on the map and they pour the the fucking blood into his mouth and he gets the ability to like sonar ping across the map and if any of the uh the victims are moving when he does his ping they get lit up and they're seen across the entire fucking map and obviously not ideal. Um, 
But Grandpa's so, a bat. He's a he's, giant bat. He's a he's a big bat. Yep. Um, and that's that's basically them. That's the that's the the killers. That's the family. Um, that's what they're doing. Uh, and then you've got the victims. They've got a bunch of different abilities. I didn't play too many games as the victims because I found it way more more boring than playing as the family. But uh, like. Some of them t- can take more hits, and some of them for like can like uh, just ignore hits that would otherwise stun people, and uh, like yeah, just they've got more resilience and stuff like that. Um, but they all seem pretty similar. Um, their job is to get out, right? And the trick for them is that, like I was saying, you got to get like a a single use item to actually fucking open some of these doors and then you got to find another one while you're being hunted but the other thing that's going on is uh yeah your health is sort of slowly bleeding out over time and the longer the game goes the faster that seems to happen so you're constantly finding like healing things which that's how the that's how the chick the the cough chick comes into play pretty pretty well uh, because what I was doing was I was poisoning the uh, health files up the top because by the time they got to them, everyone starts in the basement, they get out, they go up top. By the time they got to these health files, like they couldn't afford to uh, not have heals, right? So picking up one of my poison vials instead really fucked them. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty useful, but yeah, they're just sort of like sneaking around and they've, I think it's cool that they're not like doing generators, right? I think everyone doing generators is kind of played out. It is dead by daylight's thing. Uh, but they've got different objectives, different exit gates open in different ways. Uh, the interesting thing is like, it's it it's always sort of very separated right uh you can open up this gas uh like tank gas tank uh by stealing a like a wheel and then putting it on the fucking gas tank but the the wheel is up on the ground level and the gas tank is down the bottom and then the the gate for it is back up on top or uh there's like a there's the exit gate underneath, but you got to go up top to open that. Like you've all you've always got to go somewhere, and then almost always you've got to return. There are two others, but uh, two other there's like four gates. There's the two easy gates, but they're far from easy because they're like wide open and real easy for everyone to see, uh, real easy for the killers to see. It's where the killers. Uh, who aren't Leatherface start. So uh, it's usually like extremely well trapped or set up um, to fuck you. And yeah, so those are like, those are sort of the fucking red herring ones, right? You go for them if literally there's nothing left. Uh, It seems like the gates close after a certain amount of time as well. Like you've got 45 seconds after a gate opens 
and then it closes. So uh, multiple people can get out, but they have to be pretty fucking close on one another's heels and it doesn't always work out that way. Um, and yeah. So you just, I don't know. It's I think it's pretty clever the way they've set it up so that you do have to sort of traverse the entire map uh, to do this shit. Uh, and because there's three killers, like, even if you can hear the fucking chainsaw somewhere, that doesn't necessarily mean you're safe, right? Like, there might be one of the other ones nearby or a trap or something. So, yeah, you might still be in a lot of trouble. And there is that element of trying to work out who's in the fucking game. Uh, you know, you know Leatherface is, but the other two are a mystery and it can really, I think, alter how you approach the game. The problem I think the game has is that it's got fuck like a terrible tutorialization. It's just it's just a video. It's literally just a video, but it's like a fucking twelve minute long video. Uh, and that's just the basics of either side. Like each side is twelve minutes long each, and then there are another series of like six plus minute long videos on all the other things you're supposed to know about. And there's fucking loads of them, and it's just I just don't understand. It's the it's got to be the least interesting way to fucking uh, learn anything. Like. Especially, like, I watched it for the survivors, sorry, the victims. I watched it for the victims. And I reckon that killed my desire to play as a victim more than than anything. Because by the time was, I'd finished watching all this shit, I'm like, that's, I'm just fucking bored. And I jump in, I've watched, like, the half, I watched, like, two minutes of the, of the how to play as a fucking killer Two minutes of that one. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. I don't give a shit. I can work this shit out. And I did. I worked it out so fucking quick, right? Why not do like fucking, I think Evil Dead had a lot of faults, but at least it had, a, I thought, a pretty good fucking uh, tutorialization. It was, it was boring, but like it was better than fucking, I don't know, a lecture series on YouTube or some shit. Uh, whatever's going on here, like I just they sat the fucking enthusiasm out of, right out of me, um, and I think that's that's a the reason that's a big problem is because some people just clearly aren't working that shit out, clearly aren't working it out, and because the, like it's a team game on both sides now, like in Dead by Daylight, if you're uh. If you're the killer, you don't have to rely on anyone. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Fuck these. Fuck these pricks. Uh, kill them all, or you know, don't try and try and spook them. Uh, if you're playing as a survivor, y you are kind of beholden a little to how piss poor the rest of your team is. But even then, there is the the great equalizer of the hatch. I don't think there's anything like that in, in Texas, not to the same extent. And so, yeah, you on both sides, you need your team to have at least a modicum of an idea of what the fuck is going on uh, or else you're fucked. And I just, I, I don't know, man, that's a big ask for other people on the fucking internet. 
because uh, they can be kind of bananas. The amount of times I've jumped in and I'm the only person feeding grandpa any blood. Uh, I'm like, guys, you have to, you like, I know you've been hitting them. You have to have blood because when you <laughs> slash victims, you build up your blood meter or you pick up the blood from the, the buckets. You've got to have blood. You've got to fucking turn it in or we're never going to fucking, he's never going to use fucking bat powers, damn it. So, but it just doesn't matter. And yeah, it's, the flip side is as a victim, holy shit. Like people just, no idea. Or like, yeah, actually another thing I saw a lot on on the killer side was people turning off the generators because you can interact with it. But why would the fucking, why would a killer want to turn off the, the generator? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. You turn it off and the victims can just sort of fucking waltz right out. It's crazy shit. Anyway, uh, I think it needs work, but I think there's sort of, there's something there. There's kind of something there. Right. Uh, yeah. So what, think- what happens like once the other two, I guess, survive victims are killed like is because you said there's no like hatch yeah so you can escape out of the out to the road you run to the road uh that gate but you have to know where the fuck that is right so it just Um, opens up it's like you can leave yeah and i think you got to kill the generator and then you can leave right uh which is why another reason why killing like the killers killing the generator is extremely detrimental um but yeah the amount of times like, but if by the time you've got three victims dead, you have so much blood. Grandpa gets to like level five, uh, and he's able to just he can I think he can see them wherever they are at any time, whether they're moving or not. And so every time he does his bat sonar ping, you just know where they are, and they've got yeah they're so fucked. Uh, they're just in so much trouble. It gets so lopsided because yeah, it's not like the killers disappear but like i've had games where i've because the other the thing is right there's this there's all these forced cutscenes for some fucking reason uh that are kind of annoying but like i've had games where as as leatherface you're sort of like it starts with you putting someone on a hook and then like chainsawing them but it's it's played in engine in game and i can see like around myself so if i'm paying attention it's it's like i'm not in first person it's it's like i can fucking see that there's a victim has spawned actually pretty close and so as soon as i'm in i just go i go straight for them and they're dead like fucking a minute in and one of them's already fucking dead you're in so much trouble you're in so much trouble as a victim in that case like good fucking luck I don't know what you're supposed to do. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely some balancing problems, and yeah, I get if I get two kills like almost immediately, I you're you're done. And also the the score I get at the end is so fucking big. So of course that's what I want to do, you know, like because that's that's your meta game shit. But yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting game. Um, 
I think I think it needs work. I think it has a way to go. It's not there yet to me. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. Um I mean it, it's it's on Game Pass, right? So It's on Game Pass, so yeah. It's it's the perfect place for it. Uh because yeah, there's nothing to stop you from checking it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I've been watching because obviously, like a lot of the Dead by Daylight community is is um, all the streamers are, are checking it out right now. Yeah. Um, and so I have been watching a little bit of it, and I just like I just don't get. I don't know. It just doesn't look very good. Anytime someone gets in a chase, it's like they're just running through like the same areas, and then like going down a well and then mm. starting somewhere else and i'm like what is happening like i don't understand what is going on it just looks like it i don't know it looks kind of boring um but maybe i just need to play it for myself to get a better idea of what's happening no man um, like i i get like there are there are loops and i think they don't mind that there are infinite loops in this mm. because you're supposed to have teamwork that can fix that except you're hurting cats like uh i reckon of the 25 to 30 games that i played twice there were people who were actually on voice right uh twice uh on voice communicating and actually doing shit like of course there were like there was three times when some dickhead was hot miking and just breathing and eating Doritos or something. Because uh, he's a character. Crossplay, uh, of course. He's the cook. Um, yeah. But like, yeah. Most most of the time, nobody's communicating. So there's no teamwork going on. Uh, it's just, yeah. A sort of a clusterfuck. I don't know how they balance uh, f- for like... Uh, survive with friends groups either like I don't know how they're fucking gonna balance that because that feels like it could get out of hand pretty quick um, like if one side was full team and the other side yeah. was not I th- uh, yeah, just literally just... be like they're over here <laughs> yeah and everyone runs over yeah um, alright cool is there anything else you wanna add or pretty done I'm done yeah. All right. That's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it is out now. Um, okay. And we've got uh, one more game here, which you have been playing, a models of Avi- Avium? 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 Avium. Avium. Models of Avium. Models of Avium, mate. Uh, yes. Uh, it's a new game out uh, last week. Uh, this is from, like a EA indie, right? Yes. Um, from Ascendant Studios, uh, and it is a first-person shooter, but with magic instead of guns, I guess. Uh, and right off the bat, uh, yeah, it's I don't I don't understand. If if Unreal Engine five is going to run this bad all the time, 
Epic needs to go back to the drawing board. If the only people who can get it to run well are fucking Epic for Fortnite, then I don't know that it's actually all that useful. Uh, Because, yeah, it runs like absolute fucking garbage. um, And I... Don't have a bad computer, so that's pretty upsetting. Uh, it's, it's pretty bad. I've got a thirty eighty. Yeah, and, uh, and AMD. AMD. It's like the the shit combo we go. they call Here that we go. Yep. in the industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I just I don't understand. Uh, it's it's another case of a game that's uh optimize using using dlss as its entire optimization strategy it's like yeah don't worry as long as you play with dlss on it'll run fine and if you don't have dlss on it runs like garbage and i when i first got it i had to run it on all everything on low and uh it was still it was still like just sharting frames all over the place, which was just bananas. Uh, but that was like a shader caching issue. That uh, did get fixed in the day one patch. Uh, um, still rough, rough experience. Because um, everything on low with DLSS on perform on ultra performance, like holy fuck, it looks. It just looks t- terrible. It looks so bad. Uh, it's not... You can't play a game like that. It, it looks awful. Um, but yeah, once I got past that, I am getting a steady 60 now uh, with most things on low and half of it on medium. Uh, and the DLSS is on balanced. Um, it looks like it could be prettier than it is. Um, but yeah, it just... I don't know. I, I just feel like, yeah, Unreal Engine is not having a great start, UE5. Um, but the game itself, uh, man, it felt so generic to start off with. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. This, this, this doesn't work for me at all. I don't want to play this at all. Uh, and then... It actually kind of gets pretty interesting. Um, it was it was winning me over, uh, which is surprising, right? Because I'm you know a cantankerous old fuckhead. Uh, I'm a you know I'm a king hater, but this was actually this has actually done a pretty good job of of winning me over, and uh, it's because it's purely because. It does these first-person puzzle platforming or platforming puzzles that are intricate and, uh, like, involved and they require precise jumping and, like, you got to fucking notice a bunch of shit and there's puzzles within puzzles. And if you think back a little bit to the Remnant 2 chat, I said all the same shit here. I have I have a I have a thing for games that have for shooters that have good puzzles, I guess. I just want good puzzles in games and I think Avium has good puzzles. Um the shooting 
not that great. It's a bit dull, a little bit boring. Um, it's not complex enough to me. Um, you've got three different damage types, blue, green, or red. Holy shit. We've got to talk about this. Everything in this game has some fucking wackadoo fucking magic magic name. Oh, yes, I'm an immortal of Avium. I'm one of the last scions. I will uh, go to Grambulax and, uh, and uh, retrieve the uh, Sumperphone. Uh, and, then, and then it's like, Oh, and now you're a Triarch, which means you can cast any of the three magic types. And those three magic types are green, red, or blue. Right, like, what, you couldn't, did you run out of fucking crazy names for shit? What the fuck happened here? Why not Greenius and fucking Bludium? <laughs> fucking hell, like, no, just, yeah, no, it's just green magic. Like, that is pure, like, at some point, yeah, in the yeah. history of Avium, uh, the Grand Magus was me. And I'm like, and they're like, Grand Magus Job, what are we going to call this magic type? Yeah, it's green, isn't it? So we're going to call it green. We're going to call it green, and I don't want to fucking hear anything about it because I am a triarch, and I'm sick of trying to remember all the fucking other words that I am, okay? Green. Yeah. That's blue. That one's red. End of list. Well, they had, the, that was the placeholder text. It was like, we'll get yeah. back to that at some point. Yeah. And then they were like six months out and they've done all the voiceover recording and everything. Yeah. And they were like, oh, fuck. We forgot <laughs> to take the the placeholder yeah. out. We've Wait. just spent millions of dollars. <laughs> Did they say green the entire time? Fuck. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, it's green from now on. Oh, man. Yep. Holy shit. There's this... There, like at the start of the game, it's a very over, overblown, uh, very boring tutorial, and uh, right before then, like the prologue, you talk. There's this chick who is in your like team, I guess, or uh, is is your best friend or whatever. Her accent is so fucking all over the place. I. Like literally sat there flabbergasted. I was like, I was not paying attention because I would listen to you. your name's Jack, and she was like, "Jack, we must go now, Jack." I'm like, Did she, what the fuck is going on here? It's like it is just bouncing between fucking like a Bostonian accent, Liverpool, South African. It is like every word. She has changed accents. Like, just, it is mesmerizing. But then, like, Jack, we must run. They are coming for us. <laughs> like, but I'm, like, just standing dead still, not running at all. And while these things are exploding, because I'm like, what the fuck did she just say? <laughs> that is fucking crazy. That's That's the delivery? It's one Fuck. way to get Job not to skip your dialogue. <laughs> it's also unskippable. So uh, that, uh, yeah, it was doing everything it could to get me to fucking uninstall this shit as soon as humanly possible. Because, uh, yeah, running at about 12 frames a second after a minute, um, unskippable cutscenes, whatever was going on with his accent, 
I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I cannot do this. This is driving me fucking bananas. Uh, but I persevered. I'm, I'm sort of glad I did. Like, I'm not like, how much is it? I'm not a hundred, no, $90. I'm not $90 glad I did. This is like a pure double A game. Like one of the double A's of games I've played in a long time. It's very pretty. Uh, it Yeah, it's very pretty. The story is uh, extremely by the numbers. Um, the combat's not that great, but it's, yeah, it's kind of fun. When you're fucking about in the open world, it's kind of fun. And uh, not open world, open world. Um, yeah, it, it, it's kind of fun, right? And that's that's the weird thing. It's got this weird fucking, like gear system that just is completely unnecessary i don't know why they do it but gotta have upgrade paths i guess and you find new spells and i don't know it's it's entertaining enough to keep me coming back uh and it's mostly for the puzzles because yeah i got this i got my fucking my blue i got this blue fucking i don't know i don't know what they're called sigil blue sigil and uh, like the sigils change the damage type. So I've got like a, a red sigil and, and it does like a sort of kind of like a, a pulse cannon blast, like boom, boom, boom. Like, and then there's another red sigil and it's sort of like a shotgun blast. Well, I've got this blue sigil and it's like a fucking rail gun, right? And it doesn't one-shot things, sadly, uh, but it is like a railgun and it does pi it pierces enemies. But the problem is the enemies all spawn in and for some reason, they don't just spawn in on the ground. They spawn in, in the air and then they drop to the ground. But as soon as I see the fucking little cloud of them spawning in, I just equip the blue fucking sigil and then I line them up and bang. Done. All right, moving on. They're, they're dead before they fucking hit the ground, right? Like, it's it's bananas. I don't understand why they do it that way, but they did. Uh, yeah, the combat's just deeply uninteresting. Um, it's, it's, uh, like, it gets slightly entertaining when there's loads of enemies and you're, you're like, using your fucking you got some fucking special you've got an ultimate ability basically because it's just there's such an explosion of color um uh, that it gets kind of interesting but apart from that yeah uh dull dull combat but yeah anyway um i would not i would not recommend uh buying this and i think I don't know that you'd you'd EA play pro it even, you know? Like, I just don't know if, well, like, it's clearly unoptimized. You shouldn't do it now. Give them a chance to fucking finish optimizing it at the very least, I think, um, is is what you'd do, right? Like, if they plan on doing that, I don't, I don't even know if they plan on optimizing it further, but yeah. Anyway. Mortals of Avium. I don't know about that one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, that's what I got. 
Yeah, cool. Um, well, that's all the games for this week. Um, we can do some news. Let's do it. I was, I was, I was just having a look because I, I don't think you did news last week. <laughs> Not really. No. 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 So I was seeing if there was some stuff that maybe we missed. Oh, yeah. Um, I was adding in a few things, oh, but yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. I thought we did have- talk about Keith David. Did you? I don't know. I, I love Keith David. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take that out then. Nice. <laughs> Boom. That was quick. Yeah. Uh, Gamescom opening night was this week. Jeff Keighley's show. Um, and uh, yeah, they did a bunch of reveals, uh, showed some, some gameplay trailers and things that are going on over at Gamescom, which is a big, giant uh, video game consumer event. Uh, the largest one in the world. Uh, you've been to it a few times. Yes. Um, yeah. And so uh, it's turned into a thing where there's now a Jeff Keighley uh, shindig happening every yeah. year um, where he reveals a bunch of stuff, world exclusives. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of this or did you just kind I of check out some of the trailers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, uh, what stood out for you for this one? Uh I like I don't know. I was I was mostly focused on <laughs> Armored Core was right around the corner and they're doing like the launch trailer for it and uh, so I was I was watching that and uh <laughs> it looked it looked bad, but it's doing okay. So there you go. See of stars. Uh, I saw that. Um I don't know if it was part of the showcase, but it popped up at the same fucking time. Um that looked fucking that looked awesome mm-hmm. um like I'm, I'm surprised it's just it looks gorgeous right like yeah um uh what else there was something else there was something else that i really liked oh yeah star wars dark forces the remaster okay. from night dive i don't know if that was in there either i think that was today not not then but uh I thought that looked pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah. Anything you were loving? There's a few things that come up. Um, Payday 3, they showed a bit of that, um, <laughs> which is is quite interesting. Uh, did you watch that trailer at all? No. Yeah. Um, well, I, I figured, like, we'd played it, right? Like. Sure, but, but this seems like something that's up your alley. Uh, Ice oh, T okay. is going to be uh, doing a special mission for it. <laughs> so, uh, His <laughs> Ice T like body count was in that fucking game I played. That fucking the Rock A City, the ripoff. Right, like <laughs> he's just he, he's just in all of these ones, I guess. Yeah. Um, there was some Ghost Runner too. I remember seeing that looked fucking sick. That looked awesome. It's got a yeah. release date now, October twenty sixth as well. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's ballsy to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. The other thing, um, what else did they show off? Uh, Cyberpunk, the um, Phantom Liberty. That looks that looks quite cool. They talked oh, yeah, about two point yeah. update. Yeah, that looked awesome. I, I forgot about that one. That, that actually looks really cool. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Yep. yep. Um, we got our first look at Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. 
um, they talked about how they're going to have like uh, open open area missions um, where you can take different approaches to the to the main task you're sort of given it sounds like it's a bit of a mix between maybe like the dmz stuff and and maybe like um they'll chuck you into a wider open area and be like hey go complete this mission and you kind of just run around and do whatever you want yeah um so we'll have to kind of see what that's all about um they also talked about how uh zombies they're bringing zombies into to modern warfare 3 um and that that will also be like more open style as well some of those missions so we'll see what that's all about um but i'm I'm keen to see more call of duty um what else was there that they showed which i thought was cool um yeah i think that was probably about it uh mortal kombat we saw a bit of that oh they announced the new diablo season uh season of the blood which will focus on uh vampires um so they gave a release date of october for that one so uh, I guess they're doing like three months uh, every season. Um, so I guess we'll find out a bit more about that. Uh, and then they capped it off with a uh, look at Alan Wake 2. Um, our, our first look at Alan Wake um, gameplay um, as well. Gameplay, sure. Um, yeah, and they've... Uh, um, Sam Lake's been doing a bunch of interviews to that. Some, uh, some behind the scenes stuff uh leaked potentially or came out i don't know it looks like stock footage that someone's just posted on the internet um some asset stuff so yeah uh people are very excited for that game purely because like then we're getting our sort of first look at the gameplay and and that sort of stuff and like visually um yeah people are very impressed with how that thing looks uh nvidia's rolling out dlss 3.5 with Alan Wake too, um, oh yeah, as well. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of like big surprises at at Gamescom, but uh, we're obviously like a couple of months out from the Game Awards, and that's usually where the big ones are. So, um, yeah. Either way, there's some some nice videos there, but. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Um, on the side, I guess there was we were talking about like Half Life, uh, the RTX. Oh yeah, version will be will be uh, was shown off. I haven't really had a chance to have a look at that, but have you seen much of it? Um, just a just a I think it was a teaser. All I saw was about fifteen seconds, uh, and all I could think was, "There's no fucking way that's just RTX. That has to be more, like a lot more." um but yeah like i don't know i only very recently um went back through uh the like uh half-life one with black mesa so uh i think i think like yeah i don't know oh no never mind i don't have a my graphics card wouldn't be up to never mind yeah sorry this is half-life 2 uh rtx yes which is a um it's a community um thing that valve i guess is supporting yeah so yeah it's a and nvidia is supporting it as well 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, still, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 rad. It's a cool idea. Um, I am bummed out that I am starting to think I need a new a forty series card or some shit. When's the fifty series cards coming? I, yeah, I would assume you probably just wait, right? Probably, probably. Um, oh, you probably still a while off, right? I'd mm. say more than a year at this point. More than a year? Nah. You reckon? Nah. Nah. No, no. Um, thirty series was in. It was two years ago. Okay, September twenty twenty. And the forty um, series. And the forty series was October twenty twenty two. Hmm. All right. Maybe more than a year. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, that was Gamescom. Uh, next up, PlayStation uh, Portal is launching later this year. This was, uh, I guess, soft announced earlier on uh, as the, uh, was it the Q? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was the, the code name. This is basically like a handheld screen with um, a controller uh, attached to it. Um, and the way this thing will work is you'll be able to remote into your PlayStation 5 and it will stream content from it to this device via, uh, Wi-Fi, uh, and you'll be able to play games from your, um, your portal, um, running from your PlayStation. It'll be launching at 200 US dollars, which works out to be around about 300 and something ish. Australian once you do the conversion yep um, I'm gonna guess like somewhere about 350 I don't yeah. think there's Australian no, prices there, announced no, yet no no Aussie prices yet yeah I didn't see that in the email um, but uh, I, yeah I just I don't know what this thing is like, I don't get it I don't know who it's for I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot understand who this is for I can't envision yeah. it. you can spend another 150 bucks and go buy a switch <laughs> yeah which and i think is and you can play better. that anywhere this one you yeah. can only play in another room uh, of the same house that your playstation's in sure what's the fucking point yeah oh but what if someone else needs to use the tv i don't know you ain't got fucking you ain't got arms carry the fucking thing somewhere good lord it's heavy but it's not that heavy all right no. if you can't pick up the playstation it's time it's time you started lifting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's it's how I feel. Yeah. I mean it's neat that they got they're giving people the option. I just don't sure. like I just surely there's better <laughs> ways to spend your resources. Or like why would it not have three G or something? Why couldn't you take it on a bus or something? I don't understand. Oh my god, it's crazy shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't get it. No. Anyway. Um. All right. There's PlayStation for you. Uh. And but the last they piece. They did also announce the Pulse Elite wireless headset. Okay. And yeah. The Pulse Explore wireless earbuds. Hmm. And uh. 
I think those earbuds look pretty good, and I will be due for some new earbuds later this year. So I might go for some of those. They look pretty good. Uh, they're they're, uh, they're they're pretty nice looking, and uh, they should be I don't know fairly reasonably priced. Um, they've got that fucking what do they call it planar planar drivers. What are they cool. called? Lossless audio. Mm. AI fucking uh, noise reduction and yeah, I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me. I'm yeah, about it. yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, and the last piece of news here: we got Charles Martinet will uh, be stepping back as the voice of Mario. Um, he has been the uh, original voice since the Nintendo sixty four game, uh, Super Mario sixty four. And uh, moving forward, Nintendo said that he will be uh, stepping into a, a new role of Mario Ambassador. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, we, we, we don't really know <laughs> what Mario is going to sound. I guess it's just Chris Pratt doing Mario. Is it? Is that where we're going? Oh, you reckon? Nah, really? No. No, no way. I, I, I'm a, I don't know what the plan is, but it... The, I don't know. Does this seem bizarre? Is it bizarre to you? Well, like, what is? It's in, he's pretty old, right? Maybe he's just you know too old to keep doing it. To doing all this stuff, yeah, maybe. Um, is only, only or maybe they're just like phasing him out. They've already got the Wahoos, and they're like, we've got them all. We don't need new ones. We just use the same one again. We keep. Oh, right. Yeah, he's already he's Wahooed out. Yeah, or they got him to like, hey, read this out, and they've got his voice, and they're just using AI. <laughs> oh God, here we yeah. go. Um. Anyway, he seems like a pretty cool dude. We've had people that have had run-ins with yep. him. Mm-hmm. Not not bad runnings, like yeah, like uh, well, every every interaction with him has been positive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds like this upcoming, uh, what's this next game? Super Mario Worlds? Dinosaur Worlds? I don't know. Wonders? Wonder Wonder World? Wonder. That's it. Yeah. Whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not going to be Chris Pratt. I guarantee it. There's yeah. no fucking way. Uh, yeah. So he wasn't in, uh, he's not in this next game that's coming no, up. He's so. not in Wonder, no, he's not in We'll uh we'll have to wait and see who that is and what's going on. So we'll we'll uh, we'll find out. Anyway, there you go. That's the news for this week. Um, and that is Moses' show. Do we have any cool questions, questions, plural, questions at all? Questions plural. Questions singular. Questions singular. Doctor E three money writes. Luke, did you touch a giant tortoise while in the Galapagos Islands? Great question. Yeah, good question. Uh, no. No? That's illegal. You can't touch animals. You can't. You can't touch them. No. You're not allowed to touch animals. You can't. It's a rule everywhere. All right. Yeah. Unless they're I pets. Don't, I don't think you meant touch them like that. What do you mean in case they're, if, if they're pets? You still can't touch your animals, Luke. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're not allowed to molest your animals, Luke. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
What are you um, doing? So is it like a, a conservation thing? You're not allowed to touch any of the wildlife and whatnot. Yeah, it's like you stay six feet away. That's like a, it's like a general rule. Never heard it before. What are you, what are you talking about? Unless they come up to you, this is yep. the thing. You stay six feet away unless they come up to you, and that's fucking free game. Oh yeah, like fucking yeah. throwing hands. Yeah. Like, Have you not seen those kangaroo videos? Bitch? Let's go. Um, I did not know that it was for all animals. I thought it was for like specific ones. No, no. When you're in all animals, every single animal, like every. flies. What about snakes? Yeah, six feet. How do you get a shovel that's six feet long? Uh, it's, it's a big shovel. It's a long fucking shovel. A big rake. Big rake. Big old mm. rake. Um, so what, yep. no tortoises came out to touch you? No. Did any animals come out to, to get close? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sea lions. Sea lions. See, yep. now that I know is illegal. Marine mammals, you're not even supposed to go in the water with them. So, well, who's illegal now, motherfucker? They they got in the water with us. There you go. Loophole. Why mm. don't you just use that to, to go and touch some fucking turtles? Why would I want to touch a turtle? Why would Why you, you want, want to touch, touch turtles? Turtle? Are they giant turtles or giant tortoises? Tortoises. What's the difference? I don't know. How do you not know? Uh, one of them... What's the difference? Which one is able to shrink into its shell? That's turtles, right? I reckon that's turtles. Whereas tortoises just have like a shell, and but they're not, not able to. Turtles can swim. So, what? Tortoises can't swim. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Nah, tortoises they, they can drown. Swim. They they absolutely not. Absolutely not. Tortoise. Can a tortoise swim? Can a... Tortoises spend most of their time on dry land. That doesn't mean it cannot swim. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I thought they were, you know, water reptiles. Are they reptiles? Are they not even reptiles? They're fucking amphibians or some shit? Do I not know anything about fucking... This the, the problem is everything I know about turtles and tortoises collectively I learned from Ninja Turtles. So yeah. 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 It's probably uh Like, could you teach a tortoise to swim, do you reckon? No, they're too fucking big. These they're like 150 kilos. Like just because they're big doesn't mean they're dumb. They might be able to learn. Can you teach them anything? Teach them any tricks? I have no idea. I don't fucking have one. They're pretty old, eh? Yeah, they're old. They don't want to, They just want to chill out and yell at people. Yeah, right. How do they get to the island if they can't fucking swim? I don't know. That's a good point. Someone brought them there. Noah, right? With the, the big ark. Fucking Noah. Like, just, just scooting by there. fucking islands and dumping fucking... Oh, yeah, this... Picks it up and he's like, "Yeah, this this is a turtle. I can swim." Dumps it out <laughs> of the fuck over the side, and fucking I don't know, Jebbleblia or whatever. Fucking one of his sons is like, "Ah, oh, dad, that's pretty a sure that was a tortoise." And <laughs> oh, I was like, "What fuck? the fuck? 
the fuck is the difference? Well, Jeb Wire says, tortoises can't swim. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. No, they can swim. Why, why, why? Of course they can fucking swim. Anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> what animals did you touch? So you touched the sea lion. No, I didn't touch any animals. All right. But so you said animals came up to you. Yeah, but you didn't touch them. Did they touch you? No. They have to right. stay six feet apart. <laughs> oh, they have to stay. Right, 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 right. What, like, were sea lions scary or? Which no. ones are the scary ones? Seals or sea lions? Um, I don't know. What's the difference between? <laughs> you can't ask me that. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> it stands to reason, just based on the name alone, that sea lions are probably the scary ones, right? Because they got lion in their name. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I think they're the same. Nah, they're not the same. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, sea lions can't swim. <laughs> uh, difference. Seals are smaller and more aqua dynamic, and their hind flippers angle backwards. Uh, sea lions. Uh, walk on land using large flippers and have ear flaps. Hmm. Well, there you go. This is what? all fantastic. Oh, this, this we're learning. Yeah, we and are. Now we're learning. learning. Did like? Didn't you get fucking? You touched wasps, right? Didn't you go to Hell Island and touch a shitload of wasps? No, I didn't touch them. We had did to they, stay six feet apart. Did they touch you? Uh, I think they landed on me, but. Well, they didn't well, touch well. me, and you know they didn't. Here he me. is. Here he is, police. <laughs> we fucking got him. We got the confession. They're Drew, not a protected species, Job. Drew and They're I. Drew and I ran this this fifteen year long sting, and we finally got him. This is how they got Al Capone too, touching fucking wasps. Hmm. Well, now we know. Uh, yeah, right. Cool, 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 cool. What was the best animal you saw? Um, I don't know. They didn't do any tricks. No tricks. No None tricks. Doing tri not even the seals. No. Useless. Well, they're not trained. They're just, they're like actual animal seals. Actual animal yeah. seals. Yeah. It's not like you go to Tronga Zoo. Yep. They're like spinning balls on their heads. What if you did you try throwing a ball at one of them though? No, you could have done that from six feet away. I didn't have I think any you could manage. Me. You didn't yeah. have any balls. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, good question, Drew. Uh, we really got him on that one. That was fantastic. Yeah. I think that's the podcast. That is the podcast. Um, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, you've been working on uh, give a shout out to you did do something right yeah i think i talked about it last week um, Oh, okay but you can go to games hub and check out my interview on macabre i don't know how long ago that was anymore i don't know how long anything is anymore to be honest um so i give that a squeeze uh and i don't know uh ahsoka's on and i hate it i'm not loving it but <laughs> 
I hate yeah. it. How, the fuck, how do you fuck that up? I haven't watched it yet, but I'm just like, how do you fuck that up? Well, I don't know. I, I guess they've fucked it up before, right? So, Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's fucked up yet. Like, it's got some cool shit. Ray Stevenson being a fucking badass. R.I.P. to the legend. Uh, but, yeah. It's just a bit rough at the moment. What about you, Luke? You got anything to plug? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you can go to gamepo.com. Um, I've had some stuff going up. Uh, I think I talked about it before. I, I uh, was banished. Um, Laws of the Fallen. I did a preview for that, which went up. Um, people can go check that out. And I'll have some th- a couple of things going up over the next week, which I... Um, I uh, can't talk about it yet, but we'll talk cool. about it more next week. So, hmm. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you can also check out our, um, I think our review for Baldur's Gate went up as well on the site. Um, and I think, like I said last time, we've got a, a bunch of D&D people on the team that are uh, doing a bunch of content for, for Baldur's Gate. So you can uh, go check all of that out. Uh, otherwise, that is the show for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you podcast from. Uh, you'll find us under the Gap or the GI Podcast. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can also find us on Discord, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and talk about uh, all sorts of things, video games, TVs, movies, uh, word games, um, I don't know what else is going on there. Fantasy Critic League. Oh, yeah. That's going well. Yeah. Finally going to be on the board. With uh, what game? Not in last. Not in last. Um, what game? It was uh, Blasphemous 2. Got an eight, 83, so it scored me 13 points. Oops. It will win it. Oh, it has. It has. Uh, which puts me. Ahead uh, of Zio by like one point and significantly ahead of Dr. E3 Money, whose first scoring game was Madden 24, which has netted him negative five points. <laughs> so he's doing poorly. Uh, our The one to beat is uh, Johnny Bravo who picked Baldur's Gate 3 and is sitting on 32 points with one game from a single game. Uh, And uh, yeah, so we're going to need party animals to really fucking fuck things up and Sonic superstars to do what every most Sonic games do. Mm. Yeah. Yes. You know what we didn't talk about? Um, Alan Way 2 got uh, delayed, Um, got pushed back 10 days. So... It's oh, I did see that, yeah. Got out of the way of Spider-Man, which is yep. a smart decision. <laughs> um, which is weird because we were saying that like when they announced that that date and they were like, oh, no, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be good. Like they're different games and you're yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get out, get out of there. Um, so that might help. I mean, that's not going to change too much for reviews, but... Um, from a sales standpoint, it'll probably help them a bit. A little bit. Um, yeah. And uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is, is doing pretty well still. I think it's like 97, 96 on Metacritic. Yeah. 
So, so was it JB that picked that? Was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And he's yeah, yeah, doing murdering us with it. It's yeah. It's rough. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's Discord. You can jump in there and talk about uh, video games as well and play a lot of fun stuff. Uh, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our social media pages, uh, past episodes of the show, and anything else we chuck up there which you want to check out. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you go to patreon.com slash gapodcast and uh, get podcasts a little bit earlier, except for this week because we're recording a day a late. Yeah, um, but we are very grateful. Yeah, we were like umming and ahhing about whether or not we even publish on Saturday because we have something and we have an embargo for Saturday. Mm. Um, and we thought, well, we'll just put it up next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, so thank you to everyone that helps support the show. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Helps us pay the bills. Yeah, uh, yeah and there you go. That is the uh, podcast this week. Uh, things getting, things are, are, are coming through. Um, oh, yeah. next week will be the start of September. Um, yep. next week is, as Starfield. Yes. We won't be talking about it. We won't, we won't be talking about Starfield. <laughs> we won't be talking about Starfield next week. Unless we can find somebody. Unless... <laughs> Did you see that fucking lunatic? That lunatic who was Bring stealing fucking stuff from his warehouse and selling copies of Starfield? And now all his shit is deleted. Everything is deleted. The man has been disappeared. Yeah, he got Todd Howard like he, come yeah. around his house. Oh yeah. The fucking Dark Brotherhood come down. Yeah, fucking left a fucking note in his house and then he's gone. <laughs> Fuck me. Banana shit. What a yeah. mad man. He's he's done. Like I can't yeah. believe he did that. That's crazy shit. It's Todd wild. Howard anyway. rocked up with Ron Perlman and they just fucking <laughs> beat, beat him to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about um, a few things next week, and uh, and and we'll get stuck into Starfield as well at some point. Yes. Um, as we roll into September, because it's going to be a busy month. All right. Well, oh, there you go. God. That is the show for this week. Uh, thank you for having me back, Job, um, and not no banishing me forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I appreciate well. you letting me back on. Yeah, we'll see if maybe next time it'll stick. I don't know. Yeah. We'll hopefully see. the audio is good this week. <laughs> was it was it bad last week? Was it? Is that what I saw saying? someone? No, wasn't someone stitching you up in the comments? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I think thought, so. I thought, I thought, it was thought great. someone's having a I'm, dig at you, like Baz or someone. No, Baz was talking about how Nate's audio was really good. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that just means yours is shit. No, mine's always great. He was just oh, surprised okay. that that Nate's was good. Oh, you know what it was? I think it was Kleb. Didn't Kleb say that he? Re- recorded the wrong output or something or input yeah but it didn't sound that bad i don't know yeah i don't know it took me so long to sync those three fucking tracks up how oh, do really? you do it in audacity yeah no how i use audi- it i use audition i use adobe audition i yeah. suppose you can just drag and drop shit right yeah like drag yep. a track a little bit to sync it up yeah can't can't work out how to do that in audacity I had right. to do it in, I like literally put it into Premiere and then I 
adjusted it that way in Premiere. Instead yeah, of, I, uh, I've not used Audition in a long time, so I wouldn't. I can't even remember. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I I googled and I spent like so I spent like ten minutes googling how to do it, and then I'm like <laughs> starting to go through the steps and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I open up Premiere and I did it in about three fucking seconds. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Software's weird. I don't know. Software's weird. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you for yes. coming along. Um, mm. And we will uh, be back next week. Stay safe. Look after yourself. And, don't touch uh, any don't, turtles. Yeah, don't touch any turtles. Don't touch any seals. And definitely don't touch any wasps. That's a bad idea. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. All yeah. right. Love you. Cool. Bye. Bye.